0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Thank you all so much. We are so sorry about yesterday. Um, for those that were joining us live, for those of you guys that are just listening on any of our uh, podcast sharing websites, thank you all so much for joining us for our live audience. I'm sorry for the mix up, but that doesn't matter. We are here now. This That's is right. the Voice of Reason podcast. My name is Sean Phillips, and as always, I am joined alongside my co-host, Mr. Andy Van Bebber. Again, this evening we are not joined by our good friend and co-host, Travis Kirkendall. He is busy out of the office this week. So sending him our, our, our love and our uh, well wishes. He's doing just fine, but we just miss him here on the show. That's right. Aside from that, V, how are we doing tonight? How are, good. How are I do want to give words?
1: a I do wanna give a shout out to one of our listeners, Brandy Blatton, who was the one who brought it to our attention last night. We were just We were just gabbing away like nothing else was going on and everything was fine. But shout out. Thank you, Brandy, for immediately, well, you know, right into the, as soon as she got on, she's like, hey, Sean's a little choppy. Uh, You might want to check something out there. And sure enough, we were sure choppy. And, uh, uh, but thank you for that. Thank you guys all for, uh, oh no, guess what, Sean, we have a donkey sighting online right now. Uh oh, that's dangerous water. Hey, shout out to Hank. Good good evening, Hank. Thanks for joining us. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, everything's going great. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll get a track meet in tomorrow. We've only had two track meets, and I've, I'm basically uh, we're down to six track meets now. And so, wow. yeah, it's been kind of a uh, up and down. But uh, we were talking about this last night. I do want to get into right off the bat. Tell us about what was going on what's going on with you what's going on in los angeles tell us all about it
0: yes so um and there will be a, a formal ish announcement coming pretty soon here from me um, just kind of ironing out some details but i am excited to announce um that tony uh, julian and i will be relocating to los angeles california in july or, or this this summer is the time frame that we're working with right now and so I'm happy to announce I've accepted a new job, uh, a new position than what I currently do. I will not be recruiting for the Army National Guard out in California. I will still be a member of the National Guard. My plan right now is to transfer over to their National Guard um, and then just jump right into their officer candidate program uh, just to advance my career that way. But yeah, I uh, will within the military, but I have accepted a job out there uh, that I'll, I'll get into here uh, in a couple weeks or, or, or maybe our next episode or the following episode. Um actually just kind of deep diving in what it will actually entail and all that good stuff and just be able to share that with you guys. So I am excited. I am very nervous, um, but I, I am really looking forward to the opportunity um, that I've got. And so I am excited to share that and then take you guys on this journey with me to Lovely Los Angeles, California. Yeah, that's that's, so that's, that's going to be... be
1: great. Coming, having you uh, <laughs> come out to it, and then yes, that'll be a that'll be a scheduling nightmare. But we're gonna we're gonna find our way through it, so it'll be okay. We'll
0: adjust. It'll be nice because it'll be like seven o'clock, my end. So maybe I'll be able to like be outside, and oh, you guys man. can hear the gunshots and everything in the background, <laughs>
1: like it. And by the way, I hope you guys have noticed the lovely voice of reason, Jersey. We this, are curt- So.
0: freaking sweet
1: we are currently working i'm not going to reveal who it is yet because a lot of you know who it is but we have got to have our preliminary meeting with a local gal who does screen printing who also will do jerseys i i was going to buy one of these for the boys too but after i got the final price tag for me this was a 62 dollar jersey so i'm i'm not but it's really good quality it's a very it's a very heavy heavy jersey so we are going to have we are on our way to launching a our merch line before long hopefully by mid to late summer we will have our merch line ready open and ready to go and uh, we're excited about that as well so big um, time again uh, we're, we I, I, I wore, so I wore this to school on Friday and everybody's like, oh man, we need, I want to get one of those. I want to get one of those. And I was just like, okay, how much is it? I was like, well, this one costs 60 to oh, No, no. But, uh, the lady who I'm talking to said, I she thinks she can get us this jersey at a reasonable price. So we'll, we'll see. But, That'd be uh, awesome. Yep. But, uh, Hey, what, uh, let's go ahead and talk about a few things. We're kind of open micing it tonight a little bit, but we do have yeah. a couple of directions to go. My God, what
0: in the world was Will Smith thinking? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was quite the buzz, and it's it's kind of crazy because now it kind of seems like the, the 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 tidal wave of the the you know the first couple of days after everything had happened have kind of like subsided, um, and and now it's just like you know we just we haven't really you know had the chance to talk about it yet, but yeah, it was one of those things that everything has a ripple effect. I feel Mm -hmm. like anytime one thing happens, like a bunch of stuff comes unearthed and that was bound to kind of happen with this thing. Before
1: we get too deep in it, why don't we, for those who, I'm sure everybody's seen it, but I do have a clip of it here real quick. So why don't we, I'll bring it up here. uh, And so let's see here. Where is that at? Mm I don't know what happened. Why it's not playing. I'll play the... I'll play the key. Go ahead and
0: talk for a second, Sean, while I go ahead and while I bring this up. Yeah. Well, well the funny thing about this was I had actually just left California. Um, and it, it was down the street from where they, uh, the theater, where they held the Academy Awards. What, um, like I that, had seen, it wasn't the Chinese, what theater was it? Uh, I don't know. I do know that it was, we were in, uh, we were in Hollywood, um, literally like it was, a sh- you know, I could see some of the stars on the street we were driving down. And then when you got to a certain point, it was sh- blocked off. Like you couldn't get any further. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know the exact theater, but uh, my, my uh, guide essentially was like, Hey, yeah, that's the the, the place where they're um, going to be filming the, the Oscars. That's where they wow. take the Academy Awards. And um, I knew um, I had met someone while I was there that actually got to do some of the, soundstage stuff and lighting and stuff like that set up and equipment and all that stuff for the event. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And, and so, so let's play When everything happened. It was just wild. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, let's, let's watch a little bit of this. Um, Sean probably won't be able to hear the audio. I don't know, but so this was Oh, I've from... heard it plenty of times. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. We're good. Yeah, so here you go. Jada, I love you.
0: G.I. Jane too. Can't wait to see it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one, okay, I'm out here, uh-oh, Richard, <laughs> oh Damn. wow, wow, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me, Th- wife's name out your fucking mouth. wow dude, yes. it was a G.I. Jane jump. He- I'm going to, okay?
1: So there, I mean, that in, in and of itself was, because remember, I remember that night. So remember we had, we had just got done doing that night because we were doing the
0: show that night. See, that's that's why it, it was so crazy because like we had finished the show and then I get online and I'm like, because yeah. I, I had seen a Facebook status. Someone was like, man, you know, we'll get into into character or something like that. I'm like, right. what's going on? And then I look at, like, Twitter and Instagram, and I'm like, oh, wow,
1: nice. And nice. so just for the, and Sean, you you know a little bit about the production side of television. So in the United States, don't they, so they, they do, what is There's is a
0: like delay. The-, the FCC has a delayed broadcast, and it used to be three seconds. I think, and I don't quote me on this. I think it's a little bit longer now. I know that it used to be three seconds and I could be wrong. It could still be three seconds. Um, but I, and again, I might be wrong when I say this, but I feel like they added a little bit more time after the Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson, Super Bowl Bowl incident. And I could be wrong when I say that, but I feel like the FCC regulated it to where there was a a little bit longer of a delay uh, from live television. So um, a lot of times it's like these people are trying to scramble to like when you see that happen live, because if you look at a producer's room or a director's room and uh, a live event, typically they like whoever the head director is or head producer is, um, you know, they might have 20 different screens in front of them where each different camera is, is working at a different angle. And oftentimes like everyone's mic'd up with a headset and, and the director or someone else is like letting the camera people know like, Hey, ready camera two, ready camera three, uh, camera four. Like I need you at this angle, camera five. I need you at this angle, ready camera four. And then boom, like either the director or someone else is on a switchboard. That's like, hitting buttons for these different angles. So like in certain, certain cases, like I can understand, like if you have a shot, right. And you're like, fanned out. And then all of a sudden, like, cause people forget there's human error, and three seconds is one, two, three. So, so that's how fast it is. So
1: they've got a guy who's let me get. So, so there's a guy whose job is just to sit there and just look
0: at it this way. Have you, you've, you've watched wrestling television. Oh, so yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or even in the NFL, so essentially, yes, each broadcast there is – there's a booth or a truck or a, a separate room that's broadcasting the live stream where essentially someone has in front of them pretty much either every major or all, or every single camera angle they have, that director. And then that director is like letting the cameraman know, hey, ready camera two, ready camera three, and then either they have a board that's like switched – like that switches to camera one, switches to camera two, switches to camera, two, switches to camera three. Um, Or they're telling someone else, and someone else is doing that while the direct, you know, because like even more like it is, it is, it is go, go, utter, go, utter go, go 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 go. Sounds like utter chaos. It, literally, quite literally, chaos. Like people are screaming. Like it, it's crazy. And then like, you know, you have to make sure you have the right shot. You always want to make sure you have the right shot. And so, I think with this particular thing, man, the director, you know, they the right were they were the right time, man. I yeah. know that like typically the the director or whomever is in that room has a script, knows what the cues are. Like they know when to cue for a certain camera angle to for commercial break. There's someone that's on a timer that's telling them like, hey, this is when we need to cut to this. This is when we need to cut to this. There's someone that's on top of that kind of stuff. And so whenever like the whole, this incident, this whole Will Smith, Chris Rock incident happened, the director knew like, Everyone at home was like, "Oh, is this a bit? Is this a bit?" But the director and them knew like this is not a bit, and then that's why they were able to edit the audio. They were like, "We got to cut the audio because we can hear him. We know we have time." Boom! They cut the audio. Versus, <clears throat> I think it was like Australian television or yes. Japanese television, yep. where that is where the original was like the guardian. oh no, he he was screaming because the guardian Amer- like
1: the guardian was which is a British newspaper was the ones who released the. <laughs> Release the unedited version first.
0: Yeah, because I I know that like in America a lot of people were confused because they saw the slap. He walked back. Chris Rock's like, wow, you know Will Smith just slapped, and then it goes quiet, and then you hear like you you can't hear Will Smith screaming, and but then you hear Chris Rock like, I'm going to, and like you can see there's some kind of thing, but you you know you didn't hear until the unedited version came out, and then that when it was like, oh okay, yeah, he was not happy. So how do we, let's,
1: let's unpack this a little bit. Um, so my wife, who is research guru, by the way, we also have, uh, I'm, I'm told not to say the name, but we now also have an official researcher who is, who uh, is willing to work for us. So thank you for that person. But anyway, my wife was looking into a lot of stuff and she, of course, she, her degree is in psychology and sociology. And so she, she started doing some reading on uh on Chris Rock and Will Smith, when you look at Chris Rock's background where he kind where he came from, he lived in a white what we would call and I hate this term, but he lived in a poor white trash neighborhood growing up and high crime area and he has and he has been he has been through Chris Rock has been through, he, he he's been through a ton of counseling and you read some of his stuff and he talks about how he never had, you know, comedy was his escape to be able to gain confidence in himself and to gain confidence in, and, uh, you know, and the, was the, Janine and found this article that, you know, the interviewer asked Chris Rock was, do you do counseling? He said seven days a week, one hour a day. And wow. he, and I was really blown away with it. And then you, Flip that coin, and you look at—I mean, everybody knows the story of Will Smith. I mean, born in Philadelphia. I mean, you know, and his whole thing of, of being raised up. His father left. He was, you know, and and Janine he he got sent to Bel Air,
0: California, and he lived in, with his rich, yeah, yeah, rich uncle and aunt. And then his aunt got magically replaced after a couple seasons, right. and then she turned right, into right, a different, right, yeah, right. yeah, so, crazy life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. So, but Will Smith, so, and even tonight, Janine and I are watching this video uh, that this other guy had done, and it talks, and it, and it plays a bunch of these clips. I mean, they throw together all of these clips, and Will Smith had had this desire. I mean, he wanted to be married. He wanted to be married he, because he didn't have a father. He didn't have, you know, and he wanted to have an organized, structured family and when you look at jada jada never wanted to and this the interview that they did well during the during the uh during the the uh shutdown her show's
0: called the red table talk
1: yeah the red table talk and so and we're going to bring it up another thing from that here in a second but the red table talks out of that comes why she you know i didn't want to get married but and then we'll both they both said you know will will talked about how it was her I guess it was her grandmother when jada got pregnant, will's grandmother just flat out lost it, and they got married to keep her happy
0: yeah.
1: and so then so then you know they got married she didn't you know, and then will you know will talked about always trying to make. The best out of their marriage, you know, be a great dad, be there, and do what they wanted to do, and and then Jada talks about how she had her midlife crisis when she was forty, and how Will tried to bring it up to, you know, Will had this big party, got Mary J. Blige to sing, and all of this, and Jada said, "Well, it was the biggest, you know, show off of Will Smith, and you could tell. I mean, even watching that interview, you watch Will Smith, <laughs> and I mean." He kept the he kept on the fake face, you know, and it, it seemed fake to me. But as she's saying this, you know, and she he, you could just look at his face, and it just, I mean, you know, you can just tell by the countenance of their eyes, and just, I'm like, D- you're, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, you're emasculating this guy in front of the whole world on this show, and to me. And she is, you know, the and then, you know, they were going to get divorced. And then basically, Will Smith agrees to basically having an open marriage. Or, well, her side of having an open marriage. So you've got this guy. And listen, Will Smith, even, I mean, I'm you know, this is, I'm not going to get caught up in the counterculture or the council culture. But Will, Will Smith's in my top ten of faith. He's a great actor. He's done great work. You know, he's had a couple of bombs. Here. I mean, I, Bad Boys for Life, man. I love the Bad Boy series. I love, you know, uh, Seven Pounds, uh, um, Muhammad Ali. He, he's done a lot of great work. But then you look at how somebody, for this guy, for this guy to be in the place that he's in, is he, he's kind of stuck in between a rock and a hard place now because now what, is he banned from the Academy for 10 years, Right. And he decade, resigned, yeah, and he resigned from the academy too. So that happened. That happened this weekend. I mean, to me, there, and then they also mentioned something from his that book that he wrote, Will, which is his autobiography. Um, how he basically always and he he's all he felt intimidated by the relationship that Jada had with Tupac. You know, it was never romantic. Whatever you know, but still he, you know, he never felt like he had the respect of Tupac and, you know, Tupac was so Tupac was mature and he was just this young punk kid. So, you know, I, I think that, and, and I want to show this, this, so here's another clip I want to show. Um, so this was, and so you, we mentioned the red table talk And so this was one instance where uh, Jada actually, and this has went viral again. This is viral for the second time. This went viral uh, again with, uh, this was was actually from when the Red Table talks were occurring Mm -hmm. and she just up and started filming. Filming filming him in his house, in their house. And you could just, I mean, just the tense... Conversation and how it was just, and how she treated him. So let's let me play just a clip from this real quick, and uh, we'll get her talk about this. You know, Estelle Perel is coming to the table. She's going to be at the red table. Would you say she has been instrumental in you and I redefining our relationship? I would say, don't just start filming me without asking me. Oh my goodness! If you could film, Estelle, come help us again, please i'm still dealing with foolishness don't no nah, no nah, she yeah because she don't just would you say that she helped us heal the hurts that we caused my one another my social media presence is my bread and butter okay so you can't just use me for social media and not you know don't just start well i'm standing in my and so and and i didn't get the whole clip because uh but anyway it was basically said i'm i'm standing in my own house don't do this to me in my own house. Um, I mean, what do you think about this, Sean? I mean, is it, is this a, is this toxic for something? I mean, and Will Smith's been married to her for what? Almost going on what? 15, 20 years. Something like that. It seems it's like it's, over
0: 20. I feel like, cause Jaden's well over 20 old oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, how would you, I mean, what is this a toxic relationship or what? I mean, what is, what's this all about? So,
0: The one thing is, like, we, we, from an outsider's perspective, right? Of, you know, who's to say? um, It kind of reminds me, like, we we, we all have friends, um, whether they're female friends, whether they're guy friends, who you're, you know, just friends with. And you see them with some people or someone they're with, some significant other, and you're like, this person sucks. Like, this person is not for my friend like they the it just doesn't mesh and you know you can voice your opinion but you know for whatever reason like there's a reason why your friend sticks around well we're just seeing i feel like that kind of like on display what we what we know is like and again like the whole it's a bat for Jada to bat for her. <laughs> yeah. My understanding of the situation was her, she had a relationship with Tupac Shakur and he was murdered. Um, and then you fast forward like a year within that year. And you know, you get into a, a serious relationship with Will Smith. you get pregnant by him and then you, you know, you're forced to marry him all within the span of less than a year and a half. Right. Let's say right. that can that's a lot. That's a lot. Now, mind you, it's just you can't become the villain. Then, like because bad things, you know, things didn't go the way that you wanted. Um, there has to be a better way to unload that emotion without taking it out on your partner seemingly, you know, 15 and then 20 years later, like doing all these things, calling out, like if I'm not mistaken, and again, I might be wrong. So I just want to say I might be wrong, but I remember seeing from like credible source kind of things that there were like credible articles coming out of like Willow, their you know their youngest daughter. Yes. Um, yep go ahead writing she... letters about like T-t-tupac. how she wishing Tupac was her dad and stuff like that. Oh, like, okay.
1: And then you get the, how... that rapper coming out and saying all that crap.
0: Right. Like that would mess with someone a lot. And then like, I know Jaden Smith like were, wanted to be emancipated when he was like 15 or 16 and then they let him and then he was I out and then that. like, and then was out in interviews talking about how, tyler the creator a guy who's like four years older than him uh maybe maybe a couple years older than him more than that but like is a better father figure than will ever was like in your life like that kind of stuff would mess but then while all that's happening you have to be on smiles you have to be doing you have to be will smith you know like if you look he's in the top 10 of like most followed tiktokers like he's got a huge social media presence it's not just movie will like will will is an icon so to be dealing with all that and then you know the issue that he had like and again from what it sounds like from what we've seen from these red table talk conversations from what and my perspective looks like is that this open relationship um started with this entanglement you know, this entanglement was the term she used of like, we're going to be able to see other people or we're going to not have a marriage. And you take Will, who has been in this <laughs> traditional marriage mindset. By traditional marriage, I mean where it, there's monogamy, right? Yeah, right. Like that is what, you know, that is my idea of a traditional marriage in this sense is monogamy um, between two peoples. And then, so for her to, uh, what it sounds like is to threaten that, that marriage of like, this is done unless we do things this way. And, you know, it sounds like it went from him leaning into it, like, yeah, you know, whatever, let's give this a try to where very clearly, because here's, here was my take is you don't cry. You don't, cry on a televised event like, and have emotion like that about this entanglement. If you were in an open marriage, it clearly that should have been the, the wake up call to Jada, like, okay, my husband is not actually okay with this arrangement. This if is a, my, if benefit. it was a
1: norm, if it was a, to me, okay. And you say that, that to me, that that makes perfect sense because to me, this is a very self-absorbed woman. I'm not even going to put on. This is a self-absorbed person. Period, because when and I've watched and I've watched this and I don't know how you how you interpret the clip, but when you look at this, when Chris it looks like when Chris Rock says the joke, it cuts back to Will, who's laughing. Who's laughing? And in that same shot, somebody said, well, that, he was laughing from the previous joke. No, no, no. While he's laughing, there's Jada with that look. You know? And if they would have just maybe went like two frames more, I think we would have saw we'll go and then get the hairy eye from Jada. Not oh. too hairy, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I didn't even mean to do that. Holy cow. <laughs> I apologize. That was so bad um but to go and then you know and to react like that you know to me that is that is and you know i, I and i want to i want to establish this too like this because i know how it is with your with your with you and tony and it's with this way with me and janine we don't look at it as one's high we we look at our marriage as a, as a partnership. We're a partner. I'm not the man over the woman. She's not the woman over the man. Yep, you know, there's exactly. not, it's not, Hey, this is your job. And this is your job. I mean, I'll fix meals. She fix meals. I'll clean the house. She mm-hmm. cleans the house. I, you know, and we we're in a partnership with our kids and we, we work together and we, I mean, that's how we build our family and I know that's how you are with your kids, with and with, with Tony and you know, and I, I'm, you know, Travis, Travis is in the same thing, you know. Same and, way. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, but then when I look at a guy like this, you know, there was a term that they used back in the 50s called the hen picked husband. You know, I think, I think Will is beyond hen picked and he lives, he loves living in the eye of the world because I think it's almost like an escape for him from his own mm-hmm. reality that, oh my God, I am, you know, I am not only. And I don't, I'm not saying, well, oh, he's whipped. I don't like that term either, but I just, he's yes, a, he's in, he's in a, he's in a bad place. He's in a bad place. And now he's gone off and Jada makes the comment on Monday. Oh, well, I didn't want him to react violently. Bull crap. Don't, don't give me that. Because afterwards, afterwards they show her on the red carpet walking out saying, yeah, that's how we do. That's how we do. And I'm like, you wanted him, you know. And to me, that that goes back to that she's so self-absorbed about her own image, you know. I I have had if if people could watch the exchanges that you and I have had over the years in my classroom, mm-hmm. how
0: mm-hmm. we
1: joke back and forth. We always used to mom joke this and mom joke that, mm-hmm. and then this and. Some people would just be like, "Oh my God, I can't believe Sean." I mean, there would be times people in our classroom would say, "Oh my God, I can't believe Sean just said <laughs> that to me. and I was, and I was, I was laughing harder than you were half the time because right, we, right, and because why? We were two guys who understood each other and could mm-hmm. joke with each other, and knew that you know, neither one of us have a relationship with each other's mom or, but it was that just, eh, eh, eh. and it was that give and take. It was that roast. I mean, that's part to me. That's part of like, almost like a brotherhood almost is that you Mm -hmm. can, you can give a roast to somebody. And I mean, here you have two black, you know, actors who are in probably the apex of their career. And this happens now what's going to happen to i'm kind of you know the what what i've read so far there was like two or three projects in the work works that have said okay well we're 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 not we don't want to be associated with you right now and whereas chris rock star now his stock is starting to you know rise a little bit but it was and i and i applaud him for this because they he had a show this last weekend and they got him and they said, he said, you know, I'm still trying to process this. Believe me, you know, I'm going to, I don't want to use this as a right now until I get this processed. I'm going to work and then we'll talk about it later on. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel bad for Chris Rock because now he's going to be the guy who had the crap slapped out of him by Will Smith on live television. So. It is really, uh, you know, it's really, it's, it's a terrible thing for it to happen. And, you know, and Will Smith is also looked at as, you know, was looked at as kind of an example for kids and people. And now you're just like, now you've got this,
0: you know, you know, and it's like the, one of the weird things is like, I had seen, you know, I, I, there was actually someone that blocked me on facebook because their their argument was chris rock was making fun of jada smith's alopecia she's making fun of her alopecia and that was not the case wasn't the case at all because and and like this is what this is what gets me this is what gets me about like people's lack thereof like and i and and i even do it sometimes too where if you follow a celebrity if you follow someone or if you're if you pay attention to their career or whatever it is you know certain things that you know they make public or that you follow or whatever like that that other people just don't know and then for you to kind of break that news to them sometimes it's like common knowledge i had like people try to tell me like you knew about jada's alopecia i'm like the no no (laughs) i did not i had zero clue because i know tons of women who sport a shaved head as a fashion as like their choice of fashion i know tons of that african-american women do that a lot yeah and and so like i know tons of women that have done it and i am sure that they didn't go back there when they were putting these jokes together like jada smith has alopecia she can't grow hair Let's go out there and make a sick burn at her for not being able to grow hair. No, it was, Hey, did you guys see Jada's got a buzz cut right now? She kind of looks like Demi Moore did in GI Jane. Oh my God. You're totally right. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. How like that's right. That's okay. Right. Sweet. And then Chris rock Hey, Jada, don't worry. I got you. When, when, when we, when we go film GI Jane too, don't worry. Like, I got you, ha ha ha! Everyone laughs because they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Jada shaved her hair and she kind of looks like the uh, Denny Moore did and, and GI Jane too. Will Smith kind of laughing, ha ha ha! Again, looks over, fuck. Yep, because uh, yep. and then the the video that surfaced of of Jada going, you know, the only thing I can do is is laugh about it, you know, and it's just like you you clearly couldn't, you cl- like <laughs> you like but and but what gets me was like people are like oh well all these people knew all these people knew it's like you would be very surprised it is not like like there are celebrities there are actors there are comedians there are athletes that are just very normal people that don't get caught up in the rat race of what it is to be a celebrity mm-hmm. i would say and not all of them but there are a lot of comedians who don't get caught up in the rat race of being a celebrity if you look at a guy like Chris Rock, who has gone on to do movies and have very good success, but the reason, like Chris Rock, is a master at the craft of comedy. Yeah. Usually, yes. those that are masterful at their craft care about comedy. Chris Rock cares about comedy. Okay. There's like a there's like a huge difference. Like me, so I I, I love Kevin Hart as an actor. I don't like his stand-up comedy. I'm not saying it's bad. Mm-mm. I'm just saying it's not my cup of tea because I feel like his style of comedy is there Chris, there's not a lot of work Chris, that has Chris, to go yeah, into Chris it. Chris Rock uh, still to this day
1: one of my favorite specials that he ever did was Bigger and Blacker. And that was on HBO 10 15 20 years ago. And you can tell that there's a lot of it's it's very intelligent, right? It's intelligent writing. It's very intelligent mm-hmm. writing what goes what goes into his joke like you said it's a cra- it is a craft for him and it's just it you can tell he's and, and it it all interweaves with each other throughout the whole show he has like a theme that he'll go with you know and when he did the Chris Rock show I, that was on hbo too, wasn't it the Chris Rock show I think so yeah yeah and he did he did some stuff that he got so much uh uh, so much garbage for it he had one he did a so he did a skit he did a skit like right either before or after michael brown the whole michael brown thing is how not to get your
0: ass kicked by a cop i remember i remember that and i i can't remember if it was right before or right it after was, it, I was, know exactly it was right it was,
1: right, it was right i'm almost saying it was right before but i mean it was right i mean and people, Chris Rook, and and that was one of those things that got way blown out of proportion because people thought, I think it was before because they thought, oh, you're insensitive and you're just, you know, but it was just like, he's not afraid to talk about stuff that's,
0: you know, that that's. Well, like, and, and the thing is, like, people forget comedy, okay, is like an act, okay? A comedian on stage is not the personality of a comedian everywhere they go. It, it, that is like the, you know, right. the, the process of writing the stories. Now are some sure. But a great example of this that I, I so one of my favorite comedians is Anthony Jesselnik. And he's not yes. everyone's cup of tea. I love but Anthony. I Cheselnik. don't care what anybody says Anthony Jesselnik is one of the greatest yep. joke writers. Yes. Because he he doesn't like tell like a oh, little like haha laugh oh, story it's, jokes. It's, Every single setup, there's there's a setup to the punchline. And, and it's a craft and he's very good at it. But like with that said, his specific type of comedy, a lot of people would consider very offensive or yeah. something, you know, like, oh you know, my it's, god it's rough, But like yeah. if you if you listen to Jessel Nick speak in the interviews that he's done, he's a very outgoing, like none of the stuff that I say on stage people need to take seriously. I write jokes to tell jokes, but and they don't match my views. They don't match anything like this. It's and it's his like his
1: delivery. His delivery is so just. It's like oh, it's so good. It's just how he his cadence and his mm-hmm. his um and he, yeah. he delivers it. It's just it's sharp and it just it's really yes.
0: But like and people people try to go after him on Twitter because like and again and and I'll work it like so. This is like a big thing that I we we hear people talk about with wrestlers, right? So with wrestlers, it's like, hey, you have your gimmick, right? You have your, you know, your character. Like like Mark Calloway was The Undertaker, right? right? And yeah. so when he was on Twitter, like let's say The Undertaker had a Twitter account, he's not out there tweeting like Mark Calloway. He's tweeting like The Undertaker. Or somebody and Mark Calloway for him too. Exactly. But like that's the thing is a lot of these comedians, like some of them, not all, but some of them, guys like Jesselnik, Keeps the comedian persona on his Twitter, and people take that as like, "Oh, this is just who he is." And it's like, no, it's it's, it's not who it's part is. of it. There's a reason why, and um, so like, Chris Rock did not attack Jada mm-hmm. Pinkett Smith because she had alopecia. Mm-hmm. He, they the writers came up with a quick joke because they noticed she had a shaved head. Because if you listen to the joke, like it's it's a it's a it's a quick, ha! Like it, it's there's there wasn't any craft to it. He's literally walking as he's saying it. He's walking out there because he's getting ready to go do the speech and stuff. So he's like, I've got ten seconds to crack this little this little bit. Like, hey, hey, because uh, if if it would have been a, a crafted joke, one that they're like, oh, let's put some sauce behind it and some reasoning. No, he was like, Hey, Jada, uh, you know, we I got you a part. And I hear GI Jane Two's coming out, man. We I, I got you. I got a spot for you. And so it's just like all all these people like putting, oh, he knew it's like, why would Chris Rock care? Why would Chris Rock care? And I I legitimately think Chris Rock is also the kind of individual and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like if he would have known, like even if he knew she had alopecia, if, if, if he would have known that she was genuinely disheartened by it that it was really something that affected her if he knew it that it was that extent i don't think he goes out there and tells that silly little joke but then the people that were acting like alopecia is this life-altering disease that's gonna that you know is just yeah like like try literally people trying to compare it to things like cancer it's, it's like not come on it's not. like like every damn near every male on the face of planet earth is dealing with male pattern baldness I am dealing with mare, male pattern baldness. All right, you think that I'm gonna like go slap a comedian because they're like, ah, oh, Sean, your hairline's looking worse than the beaches whenever all the <laughs> all the if water recedes in the middle of the You,
1: I think I still had you in school and I still had hair. I, th- I believe I had very thin hair. I think when you, you were, had
0: like the Ryan Robbins, yeah, oh, all going on still, yeah. Hey, so
1: one other thing I want to 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 bring into too uh, was the uh, the other thing that was that kind of happened over this weekend, kind of has flown under the radar a little bit. Uh, and I'll I'll pop this graph up on the screen here real quick. This was a study done by YouGov uh, in partnership with the uh, Economist Magazine. It's which media organizations are trusted more by Democrats and by Republicans. And on this we have. The Weather Channel, PBS, BBC, CBS, ABC, NBC, Wall Street Journal, CNN, New York Times, a bunch of other, and down you have the right and you have the left. And it is amazing. What is humorous about this, if you look at this graph, there is one channel that both the left and the right can trust at least 50%, and that is... The weather channel. The weather channel. God love the weather channel. Then when you go down the, the one that the two that, that the left trusts the most, you have PBS here and you have CNM. Well, then you go down the that at least 50% of Republicans trust. Again, the weather channel, and the other one is you guessed it, Fox News. Now And Sean and I were discussing this before the show tonight. If you do a count here, if you're looking at this, and sorry for our folks who are listening to this on the podcast, but if you look at this graph, and it shows, I counted 14 different sources that the left can trust more than 50%, whereas the Republicans, more than 50%, the Weather Channel and Fox News. The one that comes the next closest is Newsmax, which is at a little bit over 40%. When you look at these figures, you know, and I, and I also, I promoted this yesterday. I talked about this yesterday, kind of pumping up the show, you know, to talk about how we, I called it, you know, everybody has a job performance review mm. and how the voice of reason we are about truly being, you know, showing as much of both sides as we can and introducing people the new and and Sean and I had a common friend Sean had a classmate who we have invited on the show hundreds if not many hundreds of times to come on and one time he he commented to us well I don't think I could call it the voice of reason for a couple of midwestern boys and blah 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 I was like okay so our our thing is you know it, it, it it's kind of it's kind of laughable to see why the state of America is in the state that it is in right now, because of where our trust lies and how how people cannot handle certain sources, like and I and I've I've told people and I've told Sean and Sean and I think well Travis does more than a lot of, I think I don't know if he still does or not but the BBC the BBC and AP both. And PBS does this, too. They read the news. They read the news. There's no, let's take this and spin it, and, and how can I throw it out there, and how can I get attract numbers? The BBC reads the news. The PBS, the, it, the, for the longest time, PBS had one of the longest-running news, news crews. It was the McNeil-Lair News Hour, and it was a solid hour, of no commercial breaks, a solid hour of news. And they covered everything from world events all the way down to, you know, the local stuff. Is uh, PBS, they do 60 Minutes, correct? No, CBS does 60 Minutes. CBS does. See, and, and so, and, and in my research this week, so CBS was the, uh, 60 Minutes was, I'm glad you mentioned that, because 60 Minutes was the first news what they call a news magazine um which offered commentary that went so they presented the story and 60 minutes has been on for goodness probably 40 years at least it's been on most of my life and and you start having okay well here's the news and hey maybe we could think about it this way um i get and as many of you do, I get so on on my iPhone. I have the news app, and it draws. I I draw from probably four or five sources. So I draw from BBC. I draw from Fox. I draw from CNN, and I draw from um, AP. And so you get these little blurbs that pop up, and it's it's to my, in my opinion, it is strictly clickbait because. It comes up with some of the most outrageous headlines just to get you to – it's not about reporting the news. Now, when I get – a, I can tell you the difference between a BBC headline and a Fox headline and a CNN headline because Mm – and, uh, again, this was something that uh, my wife and I were talking about. Uh, So we – it was this whole video that showed CNN – and they used a lot of the same language, you know. When it was the uh, who did the uh, re- uh, the report on the collusion, it was um, former FBI director. I can't think of his name right now. Uh. But he did he did this report, and it was going to be there were going to be these smoking guns, and there was going to be, and every time it was this, we're 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 this is going we're going to have an impeached president, we're going to have a convicted president, we got to. And they did this theater for two years, and when M- James Mueller, Mueller, uh, mm-hmm. Robert Muller, Robert Mueller, when he when he repl- when he releases this report, no collusion. And it's just it's totally flat, you know. The news to me is a mockery anymore, and I, and I can honestly say. I have not watched a full news broadcast. I used to listen to the news in the morning on my way to school. I used to catch uh, 97.1 out of St. Louis. That was the strongest radio station I could catch when you drive through Louisiana. And they did a 7 o'clock, and it was Fox News, and I listened to it. And about after the after this year, after Star start of the year, I just... Forget it. I, I'm so mm-hmm. I, I I pretty much I'm like you guys. I get a, I read a lot. I get stuff that I don't catch. You guys, we we do in our group chat. I mean, what what are your thoughts on on this on this thing, Sean?
0: Well, the funniest one that stuck out to me was like only fifty percent of Republicans trust the Weather Channel, like <laughs> the Weather Channel. Oh, Putin's behind
1: it. Oh, Putin, oh
0: my yeah. god! Yeah, no, it, it's it does go to show that regardless of what political like like whatever you know your partisan politic issue is is uh there's very clearly a large distrust within mainstream media um and again it it goes because it you know it's it's clickbaity they they want they they understand what where the where the world is at today with like you know with how the world is shifting and how people absorb knowledge, they absorb it in small chunks and they don't necessarily need to give you all the facts. They just need to give you the stuff that you're going to click on their page and give them website traffic for. And so it's, I have, I remember before um, the 2016 election, uh, a couple of years beforehand, I had actually liked watching CNN. It was um, compared to fa- Fox. I just liked how it was laid out better. I, I liked the people that they had on. But then as we like shuffled towards like that election, it became unwatchable because it was just people. And I'm sure that you know, if I would have watched more Fox, I would have seen the same thing on Fox. But it was just so many people complaining, and you wouldn't learn anything. And, and it was just, and I I would say the one that was the worst for me was MSNBC, like MSNBC. Oh my God. When I was deployed, there was one of our, our D She she was on TV all the time complaining about something. And it's the same thing. It's like when I see Tucker Carlson on TV, he is always (laughs) complaining about something.
1: He's a clown. Such a and it's
0: one. just like, I would love, I would just absolutely love for there to be a news media outlet that is, you know, not buried. Excuse me. Sorry to our listeners for my own. Not like there are, there are a couple of like YouTube channels I like to follow. But again, absorbing all their stuff can be hard because of, you know, it's just a YouTube channel on you know, them reporting news. Cause again, you know, with them being smaller, it's, it's, you know, harder for them to always just get everything again, from not being one of the other larger news sources. So it's just, it's gotten to the point where it's very clear now that there is more of a, an agenda. But again, I agree with you. I am a big fan of BBC. I'm a big fan of, um, the AP. I, I like the wall street journal. And mm-hmm. so you know, there's other ones like I, I. I will never read. I will never read the New York Post. It'll never happen. No, like, no, that's like an absolute, absolute.
1: That's that's in like garbage. Fire National, national Enquirer esque.
0: I always view any CNN article, any Fox News article, with skepticism because I. I like it's. It's funny because you could take an identical story, right? I'm not even joking. You could take a, a Fox article and a CNN article, word for word, the exact same. Okay, but the headline of one is going to be like, That's "Oh, actually, this was a power move for the right," and the other one, the left completely dominates there. And then people will read the same exact words and then come out of that going like, "Wow, yep, those Democrats—they really showed them in Congress today. They—they—they really—they mm-hmm. really laid the hammer down." It's like the same thing when I like—I think sometimes people on Twitter forget that Twitter isn't a real place. And people assume that like because something is trending on Twitter or like the ideology of Twitter because Twitter's typically like younger individuals, younger Millennials, is they assume aha like this is this is the world this is what everyone thinks. And you know you'll you'll get on Twitter and you'll see um, you know a Republican congressman you know, Trading blows with, you know, the Secretary of State or something, right? And then, or the Secretary of Defense, and you'll see all these, you know, people, typical, you know, left-leaning individuals, like, oh, the the Secretary just, you know, just made him look like a clown, made him look so stupid, made him look like an idiot, and then, and then you go like, a log onto Facebook, and then people like, damn it is kind of crazy how the secretary couldn't answer his questions or wouldn't answer his question. Well, it was the same thing well, with like Fauci. Oh God. It was the same thing. Like anytime mm-hmm. Fauci would talk or like get questioned, a bunch of people on one side would be like, Oh Fauci. Yo. Yeah. He, he, he made that son of a bitch look stupid. And the other side was, you're like, Oh Fauci dodging all the questions yet again. So it's just like, depending on what, on, on what site you get it from and what the headline says, you know, Oh, that makes people's mind for you. One thing, And I know I'm going on, but one thing that I actually like that Facebook has added, of all the bullshit that Facebook really does go for, one thing that I do like that they added is before you share a news article, if you don't click on the news article, a pop-up will appear and say, you have not read this article. Do you wish to still share it without reading? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw one that wasn't a – Political. It was a sports. Uh, it was a sports post about um, Harley race getting uh, the 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 11th of Troy is you know the 11th of April in Troy is Harley race day, and so I went to share that article because I had read it on Safari because I had it texted to me. So I read it on safari and then I saw it on Facebook. So I went to share it and said, Hey, you have not read this article. Are you sure this is something you want to do? And then I tested it on another article and it pops up. If you don't read an article and you go to share it, um, it'll, it'll pop up. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of neat. When you
1: look at, okay, so let me just do a quick, and you'll be able. So I have CNN and I have Fox here pulled up on my phone and, uh, I'll, uh, We'll just play a quick game of Fox or CNN. Okay, both both headlines are both talking obviously about the uh, the New York uh, City subway shooting today, which was terrible. Um, Mm -hmm. So I scroll on down the line here. All right, Rudy Rudy Giuliani unlocks phones for prosecutors in Ukraine-related lobbying probe. Who is that? That's Fox. No, actually, that was CNN. That's CNN. Really? Wow!
0: Yeah, wow! Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm 0 for one. Yeah. Hit me again.
1: Oh man, I just saw this too. Holy crap! Gilbert Godfrey died.
0: Yeah, he died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. Anyway,
1: died. Um, all right. Here, so this Biden admits prices of everything going up. Points finger for surging inflation. That's Fox. That yeah, that's Fox. Um. Mm-mm. Uh, so <laughs> Brooklyn one shooting AOC, other New York Democrats slammed 2019 proposal to put more MTA cops in NYC subways. That one might be. That's CNN. Oh, that's, well, that's Fox too. Man. You're, you're trying, this one, come on. De- Democrat. Today. Democrat reportedly hasn't been to DC in months and working another job. Oh, that's Fox yeah. that's easy yeah, yeah that's, so that's an easy one. let me give you one more here just from CNN just to for the tiebreaker. yeah for the tiebreaker here um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, president calls atrocities in Ukraine a genocide for the first time. so you know that's CNN when you when yeah. you when you bring the two together, you're just like, okay, you know and I, the one that I was gonna read this one so this one I was gonna read the one that popped up on my phone. Uh, while we're talking here, Biden's sister has a shocking new way to describe the Democratic Party. People. No, that's Fox. That's Fox. So again, you're like, okay, oh my gosh, Biden's losing credibility with his sister. Oh my God. You know, Mm -hmm. and to me, it's more gotcha, you know, we've heard this term before, gotcha journalism you know it's gotcha journalism mm-hmm. aha we got him we're, we're 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 winning we're doing it you know to me that's not journalism anymore and as we enter this divide and as we as we've talked about this with um as we started this podcast you know over a year ago now and we're we're strong into this new uh, new season episode 6 tonight and so you know the whole the whole thing has been uh, the goal you know and we hope that we are doing this and again we ask for your you know your help and asking you know what what's some more things that we can you know this is just like you said i'm not saying we shoot from we we had a little little bit of planning into this but what as sean mentioned this a lot every week he, he almost every week he says hey messages talk to us about stuff that you want us to do you know we have the we have the group poll on 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 our facebook page on you know this is the kind of things that people want to talk about because obviously and we've looked at our demographic through uh we do a lot of our streaming we actually do our streaming through an app that's made by spotify and spotify gives us a lot of great stats i mean Mm-hmm. we are and i'm i love and we sean actually said hey why are we why aren't we distributing fully through spotify and we st- we switched over to that earlier this year and spotify i mean every month gives us they'll send me a report okay here's your demographic of who you're reaching here's where your people are coming from and so we have our key demographic is 18 to 36 year olds um we, you know, we are, we have, we have, um we have some female presence. We, we have obviously more of a male audience, you know? And so, I mean, and we wanted to reach out and, you know, I, and we got, I'll, I'll tell you this much. And I, I shared this with Sean, I got, we've gotten a lot of great comments about our transgender series that we did. That was something, and, and I'll be honest with you folks, it was something that I struggled with because you know, from my from my Christian background and my upraising, Oh my gosh, these you know, it was a, it was hard for me to do. But at the same time, I had to come to realize, you know what? We have to present this from both sides. We present it from both sides, and it really caused me. And I, by the way, my pastor is fantastic. Pastor Bob is Bob Cowman, and he you know he preached a message a few Sundays before I thought about going into this about you know. Part of the failure of the church is that we are judging and judging and judging and judging and judging and people are getting turned off. And I thought, what better way for me to test these waters than to reach out to someone? And again, I'm not patting myself on the back here, but I'm to reach out to someone who is transgender. And this was actually something in our planning system, Sean talked about what week two or week three you said hey i've got a transgender friend who can come on and at the time and i'll admit this right here right now i was like oh god sean come on you know and then as we develop the show and it's become what it has become now we got 500 followers thank you on facebook but you know we want to make sure that we are covering issues that are you know sometimes we get stuck on ukraine stuff sometimes we get stuck on You know, but we, we have, you know, after looking over the shows that we've done over the last year, we've really covered a wide range of topics and we want to continue to do that. And so, uh, you know, I emphasize, please, 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 please keep on. And I'm going to, after we get off, I got an idea that was shared with me today. I think it's going to be a pretty cool topic to talk about, but awesome. But, uh, you know, let us know. I mean, like I said, I had one that was, it was texted to me today. Hey, you guys ought to really look into this. And I, and I actually sent it to the guys in the group chat, but, um, you know, let us know, let us know how we're doing. I mean, be, and don't be afraid. We, we have thick skin. We're not going to walk up on stage and, and pimp slap you for, you know, <laughs> calling, right. calling us out. Um, but you know, we, we, we have thick skin, especially me and, we can take it. So, but thank yeah, you transparency
0: guys. is a, is a huge thing. And again, yeah, we say it each week and I'll say it again, like wherever you guys are listening to us, whether it's Spotify, Apple podcasts, um, the list goes on YouTube, Facebook live, um, Twitch. you know, on Amazon, wherever it is, like we are everywhere, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Um, we're all over now. And so again, we love any kind of feedback, whether it's the comments when we go live, whether it's the direct messages that we get, whether it's like I am sometimes my mind gets blown when I have friends that I did not know listen to the show will message me like, hey, I really like this episode. I'm like, I had no idea. And then I had another friend tell me like I've got two two more episodes and I'm all caught up. And I'm like, you've listened to 50 some odd episodes like we're at, you know, we're at 58 episodes and you've listened to them like that. That kind of stuff is is so cool. And they let us know like, hey better when you guys do this stuff first this stuff and again like we're we're totally learning there's there's a lot of podcasts that i listen to that have well over like 2,000 episodes and like they i've gone back and listened to some of their early stuff and i'm like yep this 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 will be us like this is where we're gonna be we can't do that without you guys so um seriously we do appreciate it and for everybody
1: yes matt edelman will be on again please stop asking me (laughs) Yes, and I'm not even making this up. Everybody is asking me about Matt Edelman. He will. Be. <laughs> I I messaged him. i was like, how much longer are you gonna be till you get this remodel done? He's like, I'll be back soon. I'm like, people, I, my kids at school. When are you gonna have that funny guy on? That's the that that's the that's the hospital guy. They don't even know. They can't even say chaplain. They say the hospital funny. guy
0: i'm like he'll when his wife lets him out of the cage oh, he'll be man. back so but uh yeah, been- again thank you all everyone um seriously and i know uh travels say it would, would say it as well like thank you guys so much um this is fun there's a reason why we we continue to do it and we we love doing it and it's only going to grow from here um again be a friend tell a friend um about us and and it'll only get better from here we love all feedback there's no such thing as like real negative feedback like we we take all of it in stride and and can only learn from it it can only get better if you tell us and so yes thank you to our listeners thank you to our followers thank you to our fans and thank you to everyone who continues to share us um and and again i can't wait to be back next week with you guys so excited
1: all right we'll see you guys have a great week Yep.